0: My brother used to tell me I was the devil. This would be while he was torturing me, not beating me up exactly, since he didn't want to hurt his knuckles and maybe miss a game. But he'd pounce and drag me to the floor and pin my shoulders with his knees. Then he'd snap his fingers against my nose or drool spit in my face while I bucked and jerked my head or singe my hair with matches. He was ten. I was seven already he had enormous strength. I never thought of Brian as a kid. He'd loom above me with that flame-red Irish hair, his blue eyes dancing wickedly, and he was brute and cruel as any man. There are boys in Ireland now throwing pipe bombs and torching cars. That was Brian, a terrorist before his time, and I was his mortal enemy. Is Tommy gonna cry now? He taunt me, rubbing those knuckles across my scalp. You big fucking baby. And I would. I'd cry. Not from pain, but sorrow. I'd blubber and bite my lip till Brian would release me in disgust, full of immense disdain because I couldn't take it. He'd lumber away and grab his glove, off to find one of his buddies from St. Augustine's, tough like him. I'd stare in the mirror above the dresser in the room we shared, still gasping the sobs away, hating my sallow skin and my blue-black crew cut. That's why I was so diabolical to him, because I didn't look anything like Brian or Dad, both of them fair and freckled, lobster red in the summer sun, big in the shoulders like stevedores. I got all the Italian blood instead from my mom's side, so I was the only Sicilian in a Mick neighborhood. Hell, it seemed the whole county was Irish, from Hartford all the way to New Haven. And the Irish hated everybody, especially Wops. So I never stood a chance, lean and olive and alien as I was. But the reason I cried had nothing to do with my differentness, not then. It was because I wasn't good enough to play with my big brother, this boy who never ceased to make me suffer, beating me down and plucking my wings like a hapless fly, and all I ever seemed to feel was that I'd failed him. I haven't thought about any of that in twenty years. Well, nine, anyway. Since the day my father was buried in the blue collar graveyard behind St. Augustine's. Brian and I had our last words then, raw and rabid, finishing one another off. He was twenty eight. I was 25, though in fact we hadn't really spoken for at least 10 years before that. As soon as Brian understood I was queer, and I swear he knew it before I did, he iced me out for good. No more roughhouse, no more noogies and body checks. I didn't exist anymore. By then, of course, Brian had become a delirious high school hero, the darling of the brothers as he glided from season to effortless season, football and hockey and baseball. Me? I was so screwed up I missed being tormented by him. I played no games myself. It doesn't matter anymore. I sit out here on this terrace 3,000 miles from the past and stare down the bluff to the weed-choked ocean and the last thing I think of is Chester, Connecticut. Once a day, toward sunset, I walk down the blasted wooden stairs jerry-built into the fold of the cliff, eighty steps to the beach below. At the bottom, I sit at the lip of the shallow cave that opens behind the steps, the winter tide churning before me, the foam almost reaching my toes. I brood about all the missed chances, the failures of nerve, But I never go back as far as being a kid. I put all that behind me when I came out. Brian and Dad and their conspiracy of silence. I never look in the mirror if I can help it. My real life stretches from coming out to here. Fifteen years. That's what I'm greedy for more of. Sometimes out of nowhere perfect strangers will ask, You got any brothers and sisters? No, I say. I was an only child. I never had any time for that family porn, even when I had all the time in the world. Which I don't have now. I know it as clear as anything when I turn and climb the 80 steps up. I take it very slow, gripping the rotting banister as I puff my way. This is my daily encounter with what I've lost in stamina. The neuropathy in my left leg throbs with every step.